day, right? It's almost like we do that on purpose. Woohoo! Well, hello. We hello. are here in the parking lot, but now A we're in the parking, parking lot at MP outside the pool. It's pretty amazing. Because we have swimmers. Yeah. Yeah, which is super fun. This has been like the new exciting thing lately. It's very fun because yeah. the Marlins are the local swim team in Marysville and they are actually I love it. The head it is coach is amazing. The most bizarrely unique in all the right ways kind of team that I've ever been involved with. No, for real. Yeah. Huh? I mean like having been a swimmer, you're like, wait, I don't get this whole <laughs> You can just come when you would like. Do you like. want to come two hours? Whichever two hours you want. Yeah, you don't have fine. to tell us. Like, just show up. That's just, it's unbelievable to me. Yeah. And I can't, I still am having a hard time wrapping my mind around it, but it's the only thing that makes this totally possible for us. Yeah. Well, and Kirby has taken multiple, I think he's taken four or five people to Olympic trials. So it's not, it's, it's like, not like he's, you're no, it's not just shorting out silly on rec league. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's actually a really good coach that. Which is funny. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that the other day where I'm like, okay, but how do you do this? And then also get Olympic trials people. Yeah. I mean, like what that seems like a magic formula where you're like, yep, easy, chill. I mean, not easy, but like easy logistically. Yep. Right. Yep. And like chill planning available yep. to be as deep as you want. Or totally. Not. And the morning practices are way more like nobody is there that doesn't Grind want to be there yeah. and work really hard. Yeah. Right. So that's sure. like a different vibe too. But yeah. yeah, it is pretty great. And this year, so the first day of practice back, there were I think 30 kids in the water. And 13 of them were from ECS. Which, which is I was so like, fun. Yes. I know. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, this is and Kirby calls us the Drickens instead of the Raggins, which uh -huh. I think is hilarious because he's like, it's a dragon chicken. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, yeah, it does kind of look like that. But uh so the he he actually he calls us the Dricken School for Wayward Girls, which is extra funny. But um, he now is like, well, this is the Dricken Sports Program. It, this is what we are. <laughs> this is what we are. <laughs> that this is, is what we correct. do. I love it. Which yeah, no, it's very fun. I'm excited about it. I love yeah. it that my kids are so excited to do it. Like yeah. that's the part that makes me so happy because it's a little bit like having kids that are now reading voluntarily. Yeah, having been a voracious reader who seemed to have children that were less interested in yep. reading for funsies. Uh, I feel like recently I've been delighted to watch my kids be more delighted about reading. Yeah. And this is, I mean, I'm like, I love being at the pool. I love being back. At, I love watching people do swimming. <laughs> totally. The totally. It is. It is. It's way fun. I was thinking about, Sean and I were talking about, because Cal's playing tennis now too. We don't, Sean knows more about tennis than I do, but we've never played tennis. Yeah. So this is like a spot where we're both like, wow, mm. good job. Maybe. We don't know. Yay, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> we're excited you for you. Whatever happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's like both. It's really fun to watch your kids do something that you don't know how to do or you've uh -huh. never been able to do. But then it's also so fun when they do something that you love uh -huh. too. You're like, ah, this is like yeah. layers of good. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, we have a short time. Yeah. And also we have no topic. No. I, so I, this is like the grab bag of topics. Yeah. Cause What's I feel it? like there's limitless things to talk about. I do like watching all the people come out of the pool. There was a high school meet and everybody is red and hot because yep. it's, cause it's hot in there. in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there yeah. really, there's so much going on right now yeah. that it's unbelievable. Like I do actually feel like 
it's hard to keep up with how much is going on between no. school and still having a life outside of school. Yeah, where you feel like the day before was probably a week ago. Uh-huh. Because you so have much done so many things. Between yeah. then and now. It really, it really is <clears throat> that kind of time. I was telling Sean, uh, you know, because like Hallie started the morning practice thing, which is new for us because it's getting up at 445. Only two days a week. But uh, it still counts in my book. Two <laughs> yeah. times a week is, still <laughs> is you're like, really a lot. Wow, it's early. Um, but... Wait, why am I even talking about this? This is going to be a bad wait. Why am I talking about this? Because, oh, also, uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot. The I haven't even talked to Sean about this, but on Sunday I was late to church. So I'm like driving noticed, to church. by the way. It, when I walked in, I had to like, fig- I had to go all the way around through the back room because I didn't want to walk oh, across yeah. the whole entire worship center. <laughs> so I'm like, go around the back to come in. Um, uh. But so I was watching the live stream on my way in and he said, wait. Uh, did he say, wait, why am I talking about this? Or did he yes! say, wait, where I am I? Totally yeah. I totally I okay. like almost got in a wreck. Then I'm texting Maggie and Cal while I'm driving and I'm like, dad I just said. Died. Yeah. Also, <laughs> so this is one of those places where, so this is two things on Sunday. The other thing that is always amazing to me about Sean is that he seems to be able to keep talking regardless of what's happening. You know yeah. what I mean? Like his ability to keep yeah. talking on point <laughs> while crazy things said, are happening. Bless you. Somebody sneezed so loud. He said, bless you. And I was like, wow. That also shocked <laughs> us. Our row was like, what's happening? Also, that was an epic sneeze. It Whoever was. you were, I don't know who it was, but that was an amazing sneeze. It was. I really laughed. But then I thought, I wonder if the person who sneezed later... But not so loud and didn't get a bless you, felt offended. They're like, why didn't, <laughs> why didn't I, I get, get a blessed? pastoral blessing for my sneeze? That's so funny. Which, no. oddly, since I have listened through the Jacob and Esau story about selling blessings and et cetera, <laughs> it feels extra now. Sean could start selling sneeze blessings. Exactly. It was a very sneezy group on Sunday morning, though. I did feel like there was a lot of sneezing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because were we still at the tail end of the smoke then? I think oh, we were. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that was, was part of it. Yeah. The smoke is not. I'm glad it's gone. Goodbye, smoke. Yeah. I really don't remember what I was saying now, so we're just going to move on to something else. Yeah. What should we talk about today? Um, hmm. What should we talk about? Uh, this is funny. I really have zero. I mean, it's not like I don't have any thoughts on stuff, but also, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Like, which are the most, which are the most relevant? Yeah. What's the most interesting? Thoughts. Um... <laughs> I do really extra like this. Uh, the only ones that are really coming up are emotional control. Did we talk when about When does that ever not apply? Yeah. Is my question, actually. No, I know. Cause because it, well, cause it keeps applying in new ways where you're like, right. wait, this goes here too. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I have two things what? we could talk okay. about. Uh, emotional control. Okay. So, Except for tell me if I'm talking too much or just start talking. Okay, but here's the thing that's super funny is remember that one time I was really excited to digitally capture all of this so I would always have it with me and then I would always have a list of things we could talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I left my phone in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I have no digital capturing It is a kind of day to leave your stuff places, I feel like. Um, Well, I know I I thought I left my backpack at school and was sad. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. no, it has all my stuff in it. But it was just in the van. I don't even know why I thought I left it there. Right? But I'm like, no, no it's right here. What am I talking about? Okay, uh, you have two things. Yeah, okay. Emotional control. Uh, so, okay, so I don't think I've talked about this, but so ha- so Maggie has a baby, Pete, who's very Aww, cute. Yeah. Hallie. 
since Pete has been around, Hallie found out that she has a weakness when a baby is crying. Oh, she right. She is feeling the baby's pain. It's very stressful for her. She doesn't like it. She wants the baby to stop because she's like, we have to fix whatever is causing this upset crying. We're being terrible people. Mm-hmm. It needs to be fixed immediately. So we've been working on that a lot. She's been doing great about, you know, us talking through. Sometimes babies actually just cry, like, and it's okay. They're just crying. You check to make sure all the things are right. You do all the right things. You tell the baby you love them. You keep loving them physically. Do all the stuff, and they're just going to cry. Some babies. Then... You know, Pete is now old enough that sometimes it's angry screaming. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, no, I said I don't want my diaper changed. You will not change my diaper. <laughs> screaming, arching your back, freaking mm-hmm. out, whatever. So then we were talking through, this is like a whole new level of emotional control. We were even talking about preaching to yourself, like, because Maggie was talking to Pete and was saying, no, you don't get what you want when you're angry. Being angry doesn't get you anything good. You need to stop screaming. Uh, you know, if you're crying, that's fine. I'll pick you up, but I'm not going to pick you up when you're screaming. And I was saying, I was like, okay, Hallie, she's not saying this. She is saying it to Pete, but she's saying it to herself also. Mm -hmm. Like, because she is also (laughs) tempted to totally lose it emotionally because what is wrong with you? Why are you screaming like this? And what would she be losing it about? What I want right now is a quiet, happy baby. I don't want to live this life with a screaming baby. What the heck is this all about? Like, and when you back up off of those situations and you can put it into a principle, if, if she is able to say, you may not throw a fit, fuss, cry. You may not be an emotional terrorist. To get what you want. Yep. It starts to show you, where am I being an emotional terrorist? Where am I leveraging my sad feelings to get what I want? Totally. Because it's, it is that when you can get it to principle, you can see where you're doing it too. Yep. Where if you're like, but I never... I never throw a fit when somebody's trying to change my right. diaper. I never arch my back on the couch like that. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. But if you can back up and say, and you're like, oh, oh wait. No, I don't but I do actually, that. when things don't go my way, I do pitch a fit. Yep. No, totally. And I was, because, and she's like, well, it seems like it's really easy for you. And I was like, well, this part is because I've had four kids. Right. And I've actually a lot of diapers yeah. here. Also, Calvin made it where it's going to take a lot to impress me with a screaming <laughs> fit. Like, I'm just not impressed by it. But then I later was in a different situation with some kids that I was tempted to be really emotional because it was a very hard situation for the kids. And it was funny because I was like, oh, I recognize this feeling. Uh-huh. And I was glad God gave me one of those because then I was able to talk with Hallie and be like, hey, you know what? You do have to keep working on that because sometimes you have to help people. Well, and she's already had this like, I like how the girls help the little kids when they get scraped mm-hmm. knees at school or whatever. Because she found out in that process, you know, if you're like, oh no, your knee is bleeding. The kid gets crazy. Like, you're right, it yeah. is. Like, wow, that's a big scrape. Let's go find a band-aid. This is gonna be fun. And then you hold hands and go get it. The kid is like, Oh, maybe I am okay. And right. that that keeps I feel like you just keep leveling up with that totally. as you help people that are having a problem. Yep, for sure. I remember Abigail and I were just talking about this the other day. And I was telling her that uh Daphne got hit in the face with a softball. It was a big fat softball. And she and Claire were out in the backyard playing. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know what happened, but it hit Daphne. It didn't split her lips, but it hit her in the square in the mouth and it blew them up to such a size and there's blood everywhere. And you're like, 
do you still have your teeth in there? I'm yeah. not sure. Hang on. But it was, I mean, she came in screaming yeah. so loud. Oh, so you know, and at the point where you're like, as a mom, you're like, okay, but the loud screaming, does that equal she just got her teeth right. all knocked out? Right, totally. And to be, even get to the point where you're like, okay, but what if she did? Right. If all her teeth are gone. Is it going to help for me to be like, ah! Totally. And I remember having to practice that so hard yep. while you're, you know, you're really trying to just see what's happening and sort the thing out and trying to decide, is this an ER visit? Is this a walk-in yep. visit? Is yep. this just the dentist? Is this like, where should we go from here? Um, and that is not even, you know, I mean, that's pretty much one of those where you're like, okay, but it's, I can see now that we're fine here. Cause at one point, we had an episode where the girls had, there was some provoking by one sister that caused the other sister to kick the provoker, except in the process of kicking the provoker, she chipped her tooth with her own knee and like the front tooth. And that was a hot project too, because you're like, okay, I'm mad at the provoker. I am mad at the kicker, and now I'm grieving my child's front tooth, which will never come back. Like, what in the world? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> You're like, hold on while I pick all of the feelings apart and put them in their right place. No, totally. Well, and so much of it is like, it's like having the feeling is not the problem. Like, if you're having yeah. the like, like, but your tooth was so pretty or right. like whatever. That's okay. But like, don't just blob it all out everywhere. Like keep it in control. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of the time in those situations, it's like, just shut that box lid for right now. Right. Deal with the thing in front of you and then get, come back get and the box out. The yeah. One. And be like, yeah. okay, what mm -hmm. are all the feelings that I need to get sorted out and moved on or whatever? Yeah. But a lot of most 99% of the time you should just wait don't freak out right then well this is actually so at the do we call it a convocation barbecue convocation uh, yeah assembly I, is that actually uh, its title yeah so, I, don't I don't that does sound very formal doesn't it it does sound very formal and this year was the first year that I was like wait is that the word that applies to ours because I didn't see it written anywhere yeah anyway whatever our initial assembly at the beginning of school <sighs> Uh, Sean was talking through a book that he had read and I can't remember, did this come from the book or did he make this up? But like high discipline, mm. low drama, mm -hmm. no whining. I feel like that was his, did he, did it was that his that? take on remember. it. I feel like yeah. that might've been his so. distillery. It's pretty good. Um, I forgot about that. Okay. Oh, yeah, we said that last time. That, did we? that, I, mm, okay, I well, so. I whatever like, it is, I feel like I need to keep thinking about it and I forgot. Faison just reminded me of it as she was talking through her own stuff on the way over here. And I thought, wait, I need to write that down somewhere because I had forgotten it. But that is so good because even <sighs> in those crisis moments, you're like, okay, I need high discipline for my own emotions, for my own responses, for my own functioning. Like, hey, mom, you actually need to deal with this blown out lip episode. Like, you're going to have to do something about this. Let's get on it. Uh, and... You can't live a life where you tell the story about how sad it was for you. I mean, like, yeah. it's okay to say this happened, but like oh, that yeah, whole no. idea about that narrative that you tell yourself is so massively important because if you really are telling yourself all the time, 
I just can't even. I can't yeah. believe this happened again. I can't believe this is the kind of day I'm having. All I want is a normal life. Like, picking up that drama trigger language that is really a whining narrative is so important. Oh, man. And because it makes it just, such a big difference. Because what you're doing usually with the drama and with the whining is you are allowing yourself to not handle it. Right? Yeah. You're actually allowing yourself not to deal with it. Like, yep. it's all, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to have a hard yep. time. It's okay to cry. Like, it's okay to have emotional responses fitting for the thing. And also, it's not okay to just keep telling yourself that it doesn't matter. You know, that yeah. you can just go ahead and feel yeah. all the worst. No, I know. I know. that. I was just uh, talking with somebody about how helpful it is in lots of situations to imagine that you that you are in a movie right now and people are watching mm -hmm. and like who <gasps> likes the girl that's like but this is not how I wanted it to go uh -huh. like nobody wants to be that right. person it does clarify well because even too like we were talking about in situations where you're being wronged like a person is really being crazy at you sure. and you feel like I want to prove to them that they're wrong. But, like, if you think about it like... Okay, but pretend people are watching this movie. They're reading this book. It's actually really obvious that this person is being crazy. It's... Yeah. Like, this doesn't need to be proven. Like, you don't need to run around... Oh, wait. Did that... Yeah. Oh, no. Did it not? Oh, weird. I got a call, but it kept going. There you go. Uh, that is funny, yeah. but you have to... It's like... You are not the one who's bearing the weight of proving this yeah, whole situation. Yeah, you're not the detective dumb. and the judge and like yeah. whatever. You just need to be an awesome the boss character. of yourself. Yeah, yeah. and you be go like, ahead and well, be you're the boss. freaking out. I'm not gonna freak out back. Uh -huh. Like, just be mm -hmm. fine. It's really good when everybody's doing that. When that's when they're not, it gets crazy. It fast. gets crazy fast. Yeah, yeah, it gets crazy super fast. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's another weird thing. Okay. Um talking about contentment yeah this is something that sean just had said to me in a different context that i for some reason have never thought of this and i feel like i don't know how i have never thought of this and it feels so obvious but now i'm like whoa like it's Wait, like have a I been missing tool this? yeah i can't even remember what that word is but it's like a thinking tool that i'm like oh this is a good one i think one. i always call those filters is that the yeah i don't know that that's I know, the but right there's a, thing there's like another word that a, a paradigm function yeah, box. Uh, oh, it is a function box. Um, are all of them function boxes where you're like, you run it through this thing. Yeah. And it does the thing. Yeah. And it comes out F of X. Yeah. Uh, the, it's going to drive me crazy. That other word. I never can think of the word until it's like two o'clock in the morning and I wake up and I'm like, Oh, that's the word. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't even matter. Anyway, the, okay. So <clears throat> if and I don't think this applies to everybody. There's probably people that are more like this than others. But if you are having a hard time being content with something, here is an interesting way to think about it. Are you, do you have like two options? Usually there's more than two, but do you have two options basically that you, do, and you don't like either of them. Mm -hmm. And so you're not actually committing to whichever one you have chosen. So like, uh, oh. So, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a neutral, uh, something that's not 
very personal or like right in our life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like trying to come up with a different. <laughs> Hold uh, on. Okay, so like let's say you okay you're you're a student and you get to the cafeteria for lunch or you get to a birthday party that has multiple tables of people eating together and you see the table you want is full like the people Uh that you wanted to sit with that's full so you have this table over here with this these weirdos and you have this table over here with these weirdos and you have to pick one of these tables to sit at you're like i don't want to sit at either table i want to sit at that table so then you go you're like fine i'll sit at table a so then you go sit at table a but the whole time you're like you're mad because you're not at table the one you wanted in the first place silly. and you'd be the same if you were over at table b right instead of being like okay table a the the good table close not an option yes Uh done which one of these am i gonna do and then fully committing to that. Yeah. And I was like, this is really interesting because I don't think I have noticed that before. And I think some of this is because like for me, this is a weakness as well, but it's a strength on this one is I do not like to not be happy. I just don't like it. I don't like being sad or Mm -hmm. fussy feeling. I don't Mm -hmm. like it. So I will adjust pretty rapidly to whatever the thing is and Mm -hmm. just be like, well, never mind. This is actually what I wanted the whole time. Right. (laughs) No, it's not. Because it's fine. I like this. Yes. Totally. Uh Because it's like, I don't want to be, I don't like being all upset about things. So, um, but noticing that you're making those choices like that and then fully committing to be content and thankful about it is actually pretty interesting. That's like, hmm, this applies a bunch of places. It does apply a bunch of places. I'm trying to think of like, uh, when you, I don't know, like, I'm just thinking kids in games oftentimes is where you kind of see this like lingering, I'm not going to commit. I'll yeah. Yeah. Stand lingering. Around. That's a good word for it. Yeah. yeah we are yeah. like, Oh, fine. I guess I'll go yeah. over and be next to you while you do the thing I didn't want to do anyway. Yes. But like, if you would just get over yourself and yep. jump into the game, you'd actually have a really good time. Yep. So even thinking about the table situation where like, if you really were confident that like God is the boss right. of your table options, and here you have two options, which like pick one and then let him yeah. be the one who decides what this is going to be for you. It's almost totally like, and go like it's a surprise package. Open it okay, up and see what's like, in there. It's almost like living in God's choose your own adventure yeah, yeah, yeah. book where you're like, Ooh, I wonder what he's going to write in this story. This yep, will be yep. fun. Like, this is not the table I thought I was going to be at, but yeah. what will happen? Yeah. Right. Cause you do end up getting opportunities and maybe some of it is as you look back and see the places where like, I mean, cause the older you get, the more you're like, Oh man, I really wanted this one. Oh, so much. I did yeah. not want that yep. one or that one. God took this one out of the possibility realm and gave me this one. And I can see how he saved me from my so desires much. and gave me something <laughs> that is a thousand times better and has used that to build a ton of fruit, you know, in a place. Yeah. And, you know, the more you recognize that as the author of the story, he actually is writing a really good story. Yeah. And sometimes he's writing really hard chapters in there. He actually is writing some things that you're like, man, I never would have yep, picked totally. that. And also I can see how good that yep. has been for a lot of stuff. And I mean, I can think of a million things right off the top of my head where I'm like, oh man, I wouldn't have picked that. And he, he has grown me through it 
in yeah. ways that I wouldn't have chosen. No, you saying that is interesting because that now I'm thinking about because this is the whole thing. I feel like this is brand new, so I'm like, ooh, it goes here too. Ooh, <laughs> it goes here too. Uh, the because women in particular, maybe men are doing this, but I don't think they're doing it like this. But <laughs> women are very frequently working on getting themselves discontent with their marriage situation where it's mm-hmm. like, well, and it's a common thing is, well, when I married him, I thought he was like this, but then it turns out he's not like that. It turns out that he's like this. So I, I didn't know that I didn't agree to this part of him. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't like that. He's like this. I thought he was going to be like this, this other way. Um, and like that, mm. <laughs> this is again, like what? what are you doing? You're just like using all of your time being discontent about something, whether it's what you thought should happen or what you thought was happening, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, maybe also he, well, cause yeah, you know, it's not like anybody ever puts their best foot, their best face on for dating. And then, <laughs> then you find out the real deal later. Right. That's a pretty common thing. Right. But if you just were like, well, here's the thing. I am married to this person. Right. So, what are you like? Let's figure this out because right. there's no, what does it, it doesn't get you anything to just be thinking about, except for, I thought it was going to be like this. Um, those expectations, it's like you're giving yourself a false choice. Like, well, and you keep going back to wishing that you were the writer. Like, yeah. Yep, back yep. at this point where we were dating, I did not have all the facts. I yep. would not have written this story this way if it had, a, if I had have known all the details, but like, this is just still us being confused that we're not the ultimate writer. You know I mean? Like, and can you look back and are there a lot of things that are like, Oh, I was an idiot. Oh, I, people said that <laughs> and I didn't believe them or I was an idiot and couldn't see this because I just wanted it to be this way. Yeah. You know I mean? Like there's a lot of that story too, but you're right at the, at some point you have to say, but this is what it is. Yep. And so how is God writing this story? What is he going to, you know, how do I be the faithful character? Yeah, totally. Like, in the story? who do you want to be in the story? Yeah. Cause, and then it's also like, flip it the other way. Are you everything that your husband hoped you, you would oh, be? Oh man. Probably not. That I'm actually guessing. is the best Ugh. mind work to do yeah. is like when you are starting to, you know, hey, P.S. What is that? Is it first Corinthians 13? Like when you're counting the record of wrongs. <laughs> You shouldn't do that. You should no. confess that as sin. Uh, but like when you're counting the record of his wrongs, do you want him to give you a list? Cause right. like I, this is becoming so much clearer the older I get, you know, I mean, where you're just like, well, Dean could write a list. It would oh, be plenty man. wrong. So much. This is not like I'm the only one who can see the flaws in the situation. He's also looking at mine. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? No, totally. I know. Sometimes that really is very disconcerting when you can get a little bit of an angle of what you are like. Oh man. To other people. And it's like, or like, especially specific people where I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, like, uh, that happened today when we got to tennis, I had stopped to get the girls a drink and didn't get shot anything. And then I get there and I'm like, would have liked a coffee. Why didn't I get him a coffee? And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about it. And then I'm like, sorry that I'm like really bad at thinking of those kind of things. And you know, he's like totally not upset about it or anything. He's very gracious, but like, yeah. would everybody like a spouse that thought to bring them a, co- if, they, if you like coffee to bring them a coffee? Yes, of course they would. But right. he's not like, yeah, that would have been nice. Right. He's like, but yes, I guess yep. Dirk, you didn't <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. It is. 
it's kind of crazy when you start to actually see all of the problems you cause for people yeah. too. It's like, oh, I sorry about was, that. uh, so, okay, that's too far a different direction. Whatever. I'm not going to say that, <laughs> but I will say, I have been, that was I know. hold on while I catch myself. Uh, I was talking with, uh, some people recently and thinking through like, you know, a few of the ladies in this group are particularly perceptive about people in a way that is almost, you know, I mean, you're like, wow, that's like magic. You're amazing yeah. at like <laughs> nailing down what How the problem do you know is that? here. Yeah. And then I got super weirdly self-conscious where I'm like, wait, what do you see when you look at me? <laughs> I totally know that. Yes, I know what you mean. Where you're like, oh man, I feel naked right now because you probably see things about me that I'm not noticing. No, it's like they have x-ray vision and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what do my bones look like? Exactly. (laughs) Ah, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, and actually when it, when you're dealing with a person like that, I I have one friend in particular that is ridiculously can see like how to cut to the chase. Like they Uh can see 10 moves down where I'm like, how the heck are you getting there? I don't even understand what you're right. looking at. I wish I could do that. But I she has a couple times cut to the chase with me where I and I am like it's terrifying cuz yeah. you're like I am not going to like whatever this is. I know mm-hmm. that because it's going to be it's going to be the gonna ugly be version of 10 think. steps yeah. down. Yeah. And so it's going to sting. So it's like brace yourself and take it because also in some ways that's like having somebody give you your future. It's mm-hmm. like it's like they're showing you the two options like right. you do you want to go that path. way yeah or do you want to go that way this is how they're going to end that is actually so valuable mm-hmm. but it is very scary and you got to drop your pride because it's like oh man do i want to be more awesome or not <clears throat> like do i yeah. want to be more like christ or do i want to not be uncomfortable right now yeah yeah man, that is so true i've actually had a lot of interaction recently with a variety of uh just a variety of situations and you know, thinking through, there are some people who are, um, how do you say this? Like, you know, it doesn't, it's not like you're, it's not like faithfulness to the Lord is actually a certain level of sanctification. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, where people would be like, well, you can't be a good Christian until you have sorted out how to, I don't know, get your kids ready for church on Sunday morning and have them wear nice clothes. Yikes. Uh, But like, it's not a level of sanctification because we, um, there was a family that we talked to recently that were, I'm assuming they're not listening to this podcast. I feel like I can say this. I don't know. It's like a (laughs) group of people who they are obviously they're recent to Christ. Like one of them was, had been a believer for a longer time. Um, But one of them, she's like fairly new to being an actual believer, but like, it was so funny because there were a couple of times where we were talking about, you know, how do you deal with sin in the home? What does that look like? And, um, and it was a, you could tell they're not using the same language we're right, using. Right, so right, like, right, right, right. They actually don't use the word sin. Right. And, you know, and for some reasons actually, like yep. that were, you know, supported or not, but like, you know, for some other things that were yeah. going on, they're not using the word sin. They're not talking about broken fellowship and restoration of fellowship, but they're doing it. Yeah. 
So it's like you can see these people, they are totally pointed to the Lord. And at one point we had talked about, I don't know, he had said something like, oh, this happens at home. And uh, Jonathan had said like, oh, well, just so you know, we would not let that fly yeah. here. Like that's, yep. not, that's something we would actually stop um, and deal with as sin right yep. on the face of it. And the dad, which was even more surprising because he was, he's a dad. I feel like sometimes dads are less soft and yeah, malleable yeah, yeah. in that. Yeah. He was like, oh man, that's really making me rethink. Like maybe we should lean in harder to that. And I mean, it was like, you're watching him work this out with the Lord in front of yeah, you. Yeah. So it's like, they're, you know, they're young believers. They're untaught yep. in a lot of ways. Yep. And, but like super faithful. They're a hundred percent in. Like they're a hundred percent pointing the right direction. Showing their work. Like, <clears throat> yeah. like they're like, oh wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's I, like yeah. being willing to be shaped rather than things are bad. It's yeah. really hard, but I can't. I just, yeah. you know, like I see that it's bad, but stop talking to me about it. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to go there with you. And that like really being pointed to the Lord, you have to recognize that you are the sacrifice. It's that yeah. whole, like you are the thing that needs to keep climbing on the altar and exposing totally. your neck to no, the Lord. Totally. Like, this is the place That's, of when, ultimate vulnerability. When I was in high school, a girl, uh, I think she got saved in like a campus reach out thing. Mm-hmm. And it was from the high school that was closest, like physically closest to the church we went to. It was like a very rough school. And she got saved, started coming to, to the youth ministry. And then she got put in our small group. And um, she was awesome. Like, she... Uh, dressed like a scary Asian gang member um, <laughs> and uh, but was like super sweet but still had like all the hard world edge on mm-hmm. her and at one, I think it was like her second small group because she had like tons of questions she's like what do I do I gotta read the bible okay how do I you know mm-hmm. what, where do I start what, what do I do yeah like just trying to figure out what to do and then I think it was the second small group she was people were doing prayer requests or something and she was like well you guys can pray for me because I just hate my brother and I wish he'd stop bugging me so pray that he'd stop bugging me and uh, when she had said I hate my brother somebody in the group went (gasps) (laughs) what you can't do that yeah yeah and so then I I think it was our leader was like well okay so this is actually it's kind of weird but like Christians you can't hate your brother I mean like and the funny thing about that language is that that exact language is actually in the Bible yeah like you you can't do that and she was like what where and so like we all went into our Bibles read it and then she was like guys I'm so sorry I shouldn't do that. I don't hate him anymore. I'm going to work on loving him. Pray that I would love him then. And we were like, isn't that rad? rad? Yeah. I think about her sometimes. I don't know where she is. I should probably look for her on Facebook. Cause I'm like, I hope that that seed of growing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't think she had any saved family, you know? So I'm like, mm-hmm. I hope that she made it out, but mm-hmm. that kind of just full on commitment to like, Oh wait, what does God want me to do? Right. Yeah. Oh, well shoot. I better do that. Yeah. Doesn't Rachel Jankovic say something about if God, God doesn't want us to wear. Oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's like some ridiculous clothes item or something. And she's right. like, "But if he did, I would." Like, right. If he like, told you to do it, you better want to wear that. Yes. And get glad about it. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Like whatever he says to do, go do ahead it. and, and do your that. Life is so good when you actually are having oh, that man. attitude. It's like a million yeah. times better. But like proudly standing off and being like, "No, I couldn't do it. I can't. You don't yeah. understand my circumstances. You can't. You don't know how you don't hard. Know it is. How ridiculous that yeah. request is." 
All right, we better go because yeah, we better I know. go in and look at people, watch them swim. We could we could do a podcast on the contents of my purse, which are actually impressive. Yeah, and you have an open bar. top purse, so I can yeah, see. Yeah, I know into it's it. bad in there. Yeah, cross tie. I mean, it's the first dress uniform day, so it I, is. That one and makes Hallie had sense. she had some ballet flats, so that was good because we realized we had no dress. Well, and I think it's hilarious that like I've been a part of all the uniform discussions, and then we bought Hallie shoes that. Totally do not, the, the heels okay. are like three and a half inches tall. Oh, you'll appreciate this. Abby came to me today and she was like, Mrs. Bikinis, my shoe is three inches. We measured, but my dad said it was fine. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll loop back around with him on that one. <laughs> Tell me if that gets approved. Exactly. Because now I am kind of like, but the shoes that we got for Hallie do not look, they don't look crazy. They right. look like, like conservative not wildly conservative, but like conservative pumps. So sure. I'm like, I don't, maybe, I don't know. Oh, whatever. Man. Oh, you know what we should do? We should do an entire podcast oh, on wow. the dang uniforms. Actually, we could, because there are a lot of oh, spiritual so and, much. Yes. And it's also just really funny. Yeah. The whole thing is funny. Yeah. It is very funny. Okay. Well, All enjoy right. your uniforms. Everybody. Have fun, everybody. Bye.